Hello, this is Lisa Hazard with Where Else I Get Go, the podcast. And this is my first video podcast. And the reason I'm doing a video podcast is because I want to teach tarot. And it's kind of hard to do just with audio. And I figured I'd try a video. So we'll see how this turns out. If you'd like to watch the video, you can go to the link in the description on the podcast description on YouTube. So basically what I want to teach today is from the Rider Weight Tarot. Um, there are a lot of different types of tarot decks. Um, mainly people use the Rider Weight themed tarot decks. Uh, the difference, there's a lot of differences. You have your Rider Weight, which is the one I'm going to be using here. There's the Fool from the Rider Weight. And um, there's Thoth, that's a tarot deck that is kind of based on Rider Weight, but has a lot to do with astrology. It's a very cool deck. I love all of them, of course. Uh, I don't know them all as well as I know the Rider Weight, which is why I'd like to start teaching this one. Um, there's also uh, Lenormand. I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. I think I've always pronounced that wrong, but it's a really cool deck. And there's also the Tarot de Marseille, which is uh, kind of like the Rider Weight, but has some different meanings. Um, like the Rider Weight, for example, in the cups, you see pictures. Like this picture on the Ten of Cups has a happy family, all the cups, yay, people. But if you look at a Tarot de Marseille deck, it will just have like a bunch of cups and it won't have people in pictures. And they do have different meanings. Supposedly that is an older version of Tarot. So first of all, when you're starting to learn how to read Tarot, you have to, oh, I advise, <laughs> you consider why you're doing it every time you give a reading. Um, like, do you want to help people? Do you want to learn something about yourself? Do you want to make money? Do you want to explore the mysteries? Like, why do you want to read tarot? Why do you want to offer this person a reading if you're offering a reading to someone? What do you hope to get from it? What do you hope they get from it? So consider all these things before you offer a reading is my advice. And another thing is to, when you're doing cards, um, or as a recent podcast uh, visitor, Ebby said, throw the cards. <laughs> I like that a lot. When you throw the cards, um, use your intuition. Always trust your intuition. If you just get this feeling and look at your intuition, see where the feeling came from. Did it come from the card? Did it come from the client? Did it come from you and your experiences? If you can do all that, you know, you can do that pretty quick after you do it enough times. And I have a feeling that people listening to the podcast will be able to do this very quickly anyway. Y'all are pretty good with your intuition if you're listening to this, most likely. <laughs> um, so one last thing to remember is the perspective. When you're reading tarot, you have to think to yourself, whose perspective are these cards from? Are they from the universe? Are they from the tarot? Are they from me? Are they from my spirit guides? Is this the person I'm reading for's perspective? Is it the person they want me to read about's perspective? I mean, you can, you can go like you have to kind of think, well, which will I want? Usually I look at the person I'm reading from's perspective. And if it's about someone they want, then sometimes I might pull a card and be like, well, what's my perspective? Because <laughs> I don't know. It kind of helps me clear out like what I don't know during a reading. And for me personally, when I do a reading, I want to help people. I won't work unless I feel like I can, which isn't always good for <laughs> financial security. But I don't want to give someone a reading and have them pay for it if I can't give what I have to offer it the best I can. So let's start with learning tarot. First of all, in Rider Waite, we have five suits. We have the Major Arcana, 
And when you talk about the major arcana, well, let me find them. They're around here somewhere. We're talking about these kind of cards, the fool. Uh, these are all, there's 22 major arcana. And that's all of them in order. Woo, count them. Now you know them, right? <laughs> so like they start on zero and they end on 21. So that's 22 cards. So numbers in tarot are very important too, which we'll get to. But first of all, the major arcana are just these numbers, zero through 22 or 21, sorry. And these are more like the big themes, these cards. You see, oh, these are big themes. Like, oh my goodness, the wheel of fortune. That is like the theme. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, the suits. So we have, I'll start with wands. Wands are sticks. And sometimes, you know, in different decks, they might call them different things. But the each suit is associated with an element. The major arcana, though, they're associated with all the elements. Different cards are associated with different elements. But the wands, in, in this case, are all associated with the element fire. So fire is a lot about energy work, which is what my podcast is about. So that's right. Maybe that's why I just happened to start with the wands. So in a suit, you have the one, the ace, through 10. And then you also have some face cards, just like a playing card deck. You have a, a jack, a knight, a queen, and a king, or a page. A page, a knight, a queen, and a king. And um, then we'll go into the pentacles. So the pentacles, here we go. This is what they look like. Sometimes they're called coins or discs. This is the element earth. So this will be like the practical things in life, money, health, you know, jobs, stuff like that. So then we have, oh, let's get these swords. Oh, everybody loves the swords. Oh, people say swords are conflict, but I kind of find them as thoughts, the way you think about things. Um, same with the wands and pentacles. You got ace through 10. Look at that card. Isn't that lovely? Oh, yes. By the way, this is the traditional Rider weight deck that I'm using for this video and for the demo. Oh, Einstein. Hey, baby. <laughs> Einstein says, hey. <laughs> hey, Ein. Give me a kiss. Einstein doesn't want to give me a kiss right now. Or is he thinking about it? He says, I like the Ten of Swords. <laughs> so uh, the swords are air, the element air. Einstein, uh, he came up for the swords because he is a genius kitty and he's a communicator. And swords also have a lot to do with how we, <laughs> how we communicate. I And um, this, like the other suits, they have ace through the 10 and the jack, I mean, the page and the knight and the queen and the Einstein and the swords. Hey, Ein, you gotta give me some space. Why are you playing with my cord, Ein? Wants to get my cord. So then the last suit we haven't covered is the cups. Ah, oh, who doesn't love the cups? People who don't love love don't love the cups. I love love, so I love the cups. Same thing, you got ace through 10 and then you got your page through your knight, through your queen, through your king. Cups are associated with water and emotions. Oh, come here, Ein. <laughs> oh, Ein. He wants his spot by the window, I think. So now I want to talk about the numbers. You got the suits. We have the majors, and they're, they each have lots of elements, all the elements involved in them. And we have the wands, which are fire and energy work, using your juju, getting inspired. And then we have pentacles, which are earth and practical things. 
Then we have swords, which is like logic, intellect, and it's air element. And we have cups, love, feelings, emotion, intuition, psychic side. So the energy work and the psychic side, yeah, that kind of separate them into two different suits, but they kind of go together. They all kind of work together. I want to talk about the numbers now, because if you know the suits and you know the numbers, you can pretty much read any tarot deck, I feel. Numbers are very important. So when you look at the tarot, you can find every form of divination in the tarot that there is pretty much. And numer numerology is definitely a big part of the tarot. So I will go through, since I like the cups so much, I'll, I'll use the cups as an example for numbers. So ones or aces are about opportunities. And so is the zero for the fool. It's about like open opportunities and numerology is God force number. It's like anything can happen. But with the ace or a one, it's the beginning of something. It's an opening, it's a start. And with a two, two things come together and it's a combination. So with three, it's a number of inspiration. It's a number of combination into something and making plans. Oh, one thing I do wanna mention about numbers is that even numbers tend to be more like pausing numbers and odd numbers seem to be more like action numbers. So when you get to a three, you're inspired and you do something about it kind of. And then fours are about like service and uh, sometimes some people associate fours with love, but it's kind of like service love, angels. No, three is the number of angels and going, I mean, four is the number of angels. And going back to three, if you know anything about the ascended masters, three is a number of the ascended masters, inspiration and growing your life, growing. So four is a pause number and it's about service to others usually in some way. Five is a change, big changes with five. Five, 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 change, change, change. I mean, there's lots of things with five, but it's a very dynamic number. Big things happen with five. Then we have six and a six is a pausing number. Now six to me is the number of love and duty, not like service, like four, but it's like duty. And it's love, six is just love, love, love. It's also a kindness number. Um, I like the number six, that's my mom's favorite number. And then we have seven. Now sevens are like active waiting. Seven is a nod number, so it's moving, but you're not doing much in the seven in the tarot. It's a study card, it's philosophy, it's religion, it's spirituality, it's learning. Um, that's the seven. So you're actively doing something, but you're not physically doing it. You're kind of processing actively. And then later on, when you get to the eight, you do something about it. The eight is leadership, it's taking control. It's owning yourself, owning something else, being on top or in control. <laughs> and nines are about completion. Nines are about, it's over, we've done it, yeah. It's about giving back. It's about the world itself. It's about where you fit in the world. That's what the number nine's about, how you give to the world, how you contribute and what the world contributes to your life. And then when you get to 10, it's kind of like the one because in numerology, you will break down the numbers. Let me explain that. So if you're looking at the number 10, of course, it's an X here, which makes it a little more complicated. But with a 10, let's say it's a one and a zero, you'd say one plus zero, and then that takes one. So that would be a one card. So this is a beginning and an end. So as a nine is a like completion, this is a new beginning or a final kind of pause right before you start something new. So those are the numbers and 
what I was talking about with combining like the one and the zero to make 10, I want to use an example of that with the major arcana. So you can have some, some tricks to use there. Let's go with the devil. <laughs> so 15, right? In, in Roman numerals. So if this is a one and a five, you would add them together and get six. It's a number of love. And it's also a number of sacrifice sometimes, six, love. And um, so you can look at that and look at the pictures and use your intuition with everything that I've taught you in this podcast, I hope. If you have any questions, please leave me a message, email me. And uh, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Everclear. And Everclear is the advice app I work for. And you can get your advice from psychics and empaths. And uh, it's an app, it's a website. It's, uh, it's all out there. You can find it. It's wonderful. You can find the guidance you need to create the life you deserve there. You can have it anyway. <laughs> it's all up to you in the end. And I know if you want to learn tarot, you can do it. Just take your time. You practice. And these are just some basics to help you get started. I'm hoping to do some videos or some podcasts on each card or each suit like I did in the classes I taught locally. Anyway, thank you so much for watching or listening. I hope this turns out. We'll see. <laughs> and um, have a great day. Bye.